Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. What's up? Oh, you know, I've got teacher conferences this week. Already? School yes. just started. There's nothing <laughs> to conference about. Well, the one that I have the conference about has stuff already to conference about. So. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's the way that goes. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Well, I just did something school related as well and crime related. I went and got fingerprinted at the sheriff's department. Okay. And uh, how did that go? You know, find anything on you? (laughs) They didn't tell me. (laughs) I have run a background check on myself, though. I'm good. Okay. You know, I get nervous. (laughs) I don't know why. Am I am I the only one? I mean, I'm just sitting there in the lobby and I'm thinking, like, I don't want to be looking around too much. They're going to think I'm high. I don't oh, wanna, my God. You know, like... you are... <laughs> Please, I just want to go with my kid to the zoo. Oh, my gosh. No, you're fine. But I do get nervous around the law enforcement sometimes. So then I feel like I got to be like, hey, what's up? A little, Maybe it's a probably, little too chatty. That's probably why you get a ticket and I don't get a ticket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When they pull you over. They can, they're like bees and dogs and cops. Although knock on wood, because now I'm getting a ticket for sure. Okay, well, that's good. You know, I am getting, okay, dude, this hurricane actually was a hurricane, by the way. Oh, I know. So if you guys listened to our Patreon or our bonus episode on Apple, we recorded it before the hurricane came and we kind of were like saying, hopefully it doesn't come, but it, it, it came and my friend's dad's house is underwater oh like swimming away that sucks and I don't think he took the personal belongings that I mean you know you got to put those pictures in the car drive them out of town or the cloud oh 
No, I mean, I'm talking, you know, baby pictures. Old pictures. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You got to do it. Back it up. That sucks. I know. But our new sponsor is Framebridge. So before, before this all happens, you get can get that shit framed. <laughs> get it framed, upload it to them, and then you'll have two copies. That's right. Let me tell you, I have been uh, not sleeping. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. But really bad not sleeping. You know why? Because of Jeffrey Dahmer. And I'm not even watching oh. it. So let me just You did you. watch it. You watched a little I wa- bit of it. Okay. So I watched one episode and was like, I can't watch anymore. This is too dark for even me, which is really saying something. But it piqued my curiosity enough to, I needed to find research. out. Yeah, I did. Okay. I needed to do research. <laughs> even though I'm not doing, we're not doing Dahmer. So don't ask. I watched the entire Oprah video on YouTube with his his father. Oh, I saw that that was something. Oprah was like not sympathetic to the daddy. She was like, you must have done something. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell did you do? Well, that's what I asked you yesterday after you watched the first episode. I was like, what happened to him? Something is like something got really effed up in his childhood. Well, the dad says like, yeah, I sure wish these neighbor kids would have told me that Jeffrey was cutting up animals or something. And Oprah's like, I'm pretty sure there were more red flags than that. That was the only red flag that he's like, yep, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, uh, I think like, that's mm, I don't recall. It. I don't recall. I don't recall. That is I don't <laughs> recall. And so I've been watching every episode, but like I fast forward through it. You're, you're, you got like, sucked so I, in, man. So I watch a little and then I fast forward and I def, you know, then I fast forward, but I just need to know his life story. And um, I've been having bad dreams and waking up terrified. Yeah, don't, don't do it. I, ah, I'm I on say... episode five. I, there's 10. I got it. I got to <laughs> oh finish. Gosh. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, we are talking on our Patreon and our bonus about something way on the opposite end of the crime spectrum of the bling ring. So if you guys are interested in that, head to our Patreon. But Dahmer is is too much, dude. You know what I just heard? You know, he got killed by another inmate in prison. Yeah. Yeah, because he used to cut up his food to make it look like body parts and then put ketchup on it. And it just got under the other inmate's skin so much that he he killed him. Well... He had it come in. I mean, I'm pretty sure. But I'm not like pro Dahmer. Please don't get it twisted. But um, I'm pretty sure it was. He liked to f with people. He was he was real bad. Take your I prenatals, just... everybody, because apparently Dahmer's mama. What I have gotten out of this was she took a lot of drugs while she was pregnant. Oh, see, it's got to be something like that. Yeah, get those vitamins in. My friend was wearing a dare shirt the other day. Oh, shoot. Dare to keep kids off drugs, y'all. Keep kids off drugs. <laughs> keep mama bears off drugs. Off also. drugs. That should be just as important. If not more. We need less Dahmers. Yeah, For sure. True. Truth. Well, my story doesn't have anything to do with even murder, much less eating people. Oh, thank goodness. We could all yeah, use a break. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell it on the lighter side today. Okay. All right. Let's do it. 
Alrighty, friends, we are going straight for what is hot, which, you know, Dahmer is hot right now, of course, because it just got released. But so I'm going to go back like a couple months hot. Okay. What is that actor that is playing Dahmer? He is cute. Uh, I don't know. Jeremy Renner. I don't know him. He's a cutie. Well, they try to do that. You know, somebody also was talking about, you know, how we did the story Candy before it came out on um, Hulu or whatever. And they have like Jessica Biel playing Candy. They do tend to go with actors that are a little cuter than the real version. True. And you know what? It usually gets them an award. If you're like Charlize Theron in like Monster or something, if you're real cute and then you play uh, down, play down, then you win an award. It's just like how we're (laughs) always saying people believe pretty people like Lori Vallow got away with shit for so long because she's pretty. That's true. We did talk about that also on our Patreon. That's another one that's hot right now, but we won't go into detail because it's children. Just to let you know, I have gotten a few people recently giving us some suggestions, which we love suggestions, but we never do children. So, I mean, we'll never we'll never uh, get to that case if you guys send us that. Also, I want to say, keep the suggestions coming. I get a I lot of them that say like, I know you get a lot of suggestions. Yeah, we don't get that many. I mean, we do, but... But, but we, a lot of them but we, we can't not, do. But, but not so many that we don't want to see More. all of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. And we yeah. definitely read all of them. So please. Yeah. Keep them coming. Yeah. All right. So like I said, we're going to go to something that's hot. And um, I love a good catfishing story. So this one's hit the world by storm. And I wanted to just dig in a little deeper to see if we could find something that Netflix didn't. And I want to give a special thanks to Wendy Korn for helping me research this episode. Thanks, Wendy. So this story takes place in two places, one being that on the campus of Notre Dame. Now, we see Notre Dame a lot on TV because their football is top notch. Their stands are always full. And... From what Wendy's friend said, uh, that they have the most school spirit. And what I see on TV is they really do. And it's surprising for a couple different reasons. Did you know, Gretchy, that their school is pretty small comparatively to other big football schools? No, I did not know that. Well, their population is just 8,500 students. Versus that of like a USC with 21,000 students. Okay. Okay. Also, uh, Notre Dame does not have a Greek life. So there are no sororities or fraternities. I like that. Those Greeks no, are assholes, right? No Kappa Kappa Kappa. No. Going on. Fuji Fuji douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was when I was in college, people would be like, oh, what sorority are you in? I'm like... Kappa Frappuccino. Uh, (laughs) That's my sorority. I'm sticking to it. So not a big party school. The culture is predominantly Catholic. And although I know the Catholics like their wine and they love to party, this school was definitely not the party school. Okay. But the crazy thing about that is their football stadium holds 80,000 people. Oh, wow. And it gets full. 
So that's bananas for such a small school. Yeah. People are loving their college football. You know, I only really know about how big of a deal Notre Dame is because I don't love the college football because of Regis. Regis Philbun used to shout out Notre Dame all the time. Yeah, dude, it's yeah, he did. And, you know, it's like the fighting Irish. That's what, yeah. what they say about Notre Dame. The college football here in Texas is such a bigger deal than it is in California. It just is not that big of a deal in California. So we don't get that feeling unless you go to USC where. Yeah, the USC UCLA game is like a thing. It's a thing, but it's not even that big of a thing unless you go to one of those schools. Right. right? Other than that, like you don't see grown ass people that never went to either of those schools going to the games. True. That much. There might be. I mean, but it's not it's not a thing like here, a thing. Okay, the other location is all the way across the ocean to one of both of our favorite places, and that is Hawaii. The town that I will be talking about is Leahy, which is on the island of Oahu, which is neither of our favorite islands. Nope. Oahu is kind of the bigger city, not so remote Hawaii, although Leahy is real small. It has a population of 6,000 people as of 2020. Most of the town is part of the LDS community, which is uh, the Latter-day Saints. Um, something that I did not know is they are trying to go away from being called Mormon and they want to be called Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is such a mouthful. Yeah, that is a mouthful. <laughs> I would, uh, I think of some cuter abbreviation, LDS, I mean, Mormon Church of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> I vote for that. A lot. <laughs> Just make it easy so people don't screw it up. Some cute. JCLDS? I don't know. So also fun fact, uh, Brigham Young University, Hawaii is located in this place. And the first temple outside of the mainland was built there, too. I did know that. Yeah. And, you know, we were just talking about the Mormon church also in Kauai because that's where the Lori Valos attended. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a pretty big LDS <laughs> community. So they have that. some fine alumni. Oh, right. I know. I mean, I guess she did. You know, y'all know what I mean. (laughs) Maybe somebody, (laughs) maybe her mom took drugs also. I think 100%. (laughs) All right. So the homes around here are super expensive. Like on the low end, we're talking a million dollars, high end, $4 million. And most of them have lots of bedrooms because Mormon families have lots of kiddos, mostly. The ones I know. Okay. We're going back to 2009 in Leahy, Hawaii. And there was this amazing high school student named Manti Teo. Manti was a Samoan guy, pretty big for his age, 6'1", over 200 pounds, and full of muscle, which probably fared real well for him on the football field as he was one, if not the, best high school football players out there. Manti was not just great at football. He was also just an all-around great guy. He was highly involved in his church, and if you hadn't guessed it yet, he was part of the Church of Latter-day Saints. He was also an Eagle Scout 
and spent lots of time servicing others with charity work. But football was Manti's greatest gift in life at this point. And as his senior year was just getting started, so were his recruitment letters from all the colleges just waiting for this Hawaiian blood to come play for them. He got anywhere from 30 to 50 recruitment letters just begging for him to choose them. And along with the recruitment letter was a nice little scholarship attached to each one of them. Nice. Nice to be him. Manti had a few colleges in mind and he narrowed his choices down to include USC, Stanford, BYU, of course, and Notre Dame. Telling BYU no was probably the hardest thing he had to do because of his faith. But Notre Dame being also a faith-based college probably was the next best fit in terms of religion. But at the time, Notre Dame was not a winning team. USC, in terms of fame, wins, and weather, seemed to be the best fit for Manti. But Manti prayed on it and said through prayer he was pointed to Notre Dame. And Notre Dame was stoked. I mean, they did recruit hard. They sent someone to Hawaii 10 times to talk to Manti over one year, which seems like a pretty good gig, dude. Send me to Hawaii from Indiana. (laughs) 10 times in one year. But like I mentioned, the weather in California probably was a better choice like USC. And I don't think Manti realized how damn cold Indiana is. And did you know how cold Indiana is? No. Okay, well, let me tell you. Today, they have a high of 60 and a low of 37. Yeah, it's cold. I, being in Texas, have a high of 87 and a low, I think, of 65 today. And you are in the mid-70s right now. True. I think you have, like, the perfect weather. And you probably dropped down to what? 55 tonight. Yep. Also in Indiana, you have months of 30 degree highs. And so that's a real big change for this Hawaiian beautiful weather. So I think it probably was going to take a little bit of a toll on Manti, but he was ready for it. He was ready to bring football team to new heights. So in 2009, when he finished his senior year, He moved his fine ass to Indiana, where he would shock the world with his amazing talent. It would obviously take some time, but Manti eventually would lead this team to success. But it wasn't immediate. In 2009, Notre Dame played Stanford, and they lost. But right after this loss, Manti got a Facebook request from a real beautiful girl. Her name was Lene Kakua. She went to Stanford and must have seen him playing that game. And so maybe that loss wasn't such a bad loss because he gained a real cute friend. Manti accepted this friend request, as I'm sure anyone would do. Mm-hmm. Even, uh, you know, what's his face? Adam Levine. Yeah. Manti didn't think much of it at the time. And he went on to play his football bringing Notre Dame to success. And by Manti's junior year, Notre Dame was all the rage. 
the Fighting Irish were back and the talk of the town. Another Notre Dame first down. Notre Dame's got stuff in their run game right now. They'll run it again, and he will walk into the end zone. An easy Notre Dame touchdown. They can't stop him. Chris, they can't stop him. Nobody can tackle him. Let's go. There goes Tyree. Another Notre Dame first down. And you know who else started really seeing Manti? That hot chick, Lene, that friended him in 2009. Now it's 2011, Manti's everywhere in the college world. Before this, they probably had like liked each other's post a couple times, but no real talk. Right. Lene started talking to Manti via Facebook from here, telling him that her father was dying of cancer. Manti really felt for Lene and became kind of like her comfort because of this tragedy in her life. These two became real, real close, talking all the time on the phone and sending each other, you know, DMs and Facebook messages and all the things the kids did. And they became boyfriend and girlfriend. Remember, Lene lives in California, goes to Stanford and Manti in Indiana. So obviously the two aren't hooking up but having a long-distance relationship, which honestly probably worked out really well for Manti because, one, he's Mormon, so he's not going to be having sex with any girl, and it's probably easier to abstain from sex when you don't actually physically see the person. True. Lene also was super Christian, so, you know, it just that, that part worked out well for them. Also, he's super freaking busy. He is one of the best college football players, and he's in college, so he's got to do work also on top of playing all this football. And he's about to be drafted to the NFL, so there really isn't any time for girls other than on the phone. I mean, ask Tom Brady. He doesn't have a lot of time for his wife right now either. Yeah, it's not going well. That's the rumor. We started it. Rumor on that we started it. Rumor on the street. Rumor on the streets today is they both are weathering this crazy ass storm in different locations. Right. All right. So Manti is killing it with his Notre Dame success. He's headlining news articles. People want to know him. People want to be him. They want every piece of this college player. He is still a pretty humble guy. He remains very faithful to his online girlfriend, and they are in it for months now. We are now into 2012, and Manti gets a call from his girlfriend, Lene's cousin, who's named Renaya Tuasosopo. Okay, forgive me if that is not how you say the last name, but I'm trying. Okay, because they're all Samoan, right? Yes. Yes, even Linnaeus Samoan. Yeah. So that's important because I can see him uh, trusting her a lot because they have like, like in a long, Community as far as long bond, distance. Like a, yes, because they have a cultural. Cultural bond. Yes. Yeah. Renaya tells Manti that Lene has been in a horrible car accident and is in a coma. Manti is really distraught. Um. And is praying a lot for Lene, and Lene survives. Lene comes out of this coma, but she has more disturbing news for Manti. 
While she was in the hospital fighting for her life from the car accident, they found out that she had leukemia. Manti had lost two of his grandparents to cancer, so he really felt for Lene and he wanted to be there for her. Plus, he's like been talking to this chick for like months now, if not close to a year or so. So he spends countless hours on the phone praying with Lene and falling asleep at the receiver. You know, you, you've you done that before with some dude you were... Oh my God, back when dudes used to like to talk to me. <laughs> I know. I'm like, man, my husband tries to get off the phone like as fast as he gets on the phone with me these days. I'm like, Oh, yeah. Actually, lately, my husband's been the chatty one and I'm like, seriously. You're like, I have to work. I can't I talk. Research. I can't talk. I don't have the energy. It's It's birthday <laughs> week. Oh, well, okay. I do love when my husband calls and just wants to talk, by the way. Because they never want to talk about anything good. I'm always like, oh, Tabitha's calling. I got to beep over. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. Whatever it is. Some new diet or something. Latest and greatest. Oh, I did hear there is a diet pill coming out that has no and it's fda approved and it has no side effects so i will oh, let yeah. you all know okay. when that comes that out that don't work I'll tell you right <laughs> now yeah it doesn't work <laughs> um all right so Lene comes out she's got chemo they're falling asleep together on the phone because he is trying to get her through all this disaster of cancer i mean we probably all have by this point know somebody that has cancer or had cancer and it's it's awful yeah so while Lene is going through chemo Manti is still bringing down the house in the football world and he gets Notre Dame to the finals and then on September 12 2012 Manti's grandmother passes away Hours after learning about his grandmother, Manti gets a call from Lene's brother to inform him that Lene had also passed away from her cancer. You can imagine Manti is like beyond sad and grieving. Two people that he so loved and cared for passed away within hours of each other. I mean, what could be worse than this? He continues to play football through all this sadness probably because it gave him like an outlet to not think about how awful his life is at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, And then on September 22nd, Notre Dame has a game and it's the day that Lene's funeral is going to be. Lene's family, the brother and the cousin, they like call Manti and say, no, got to play the game. This is exactly what Lene would want you to do. She's so supportive of you. She loved your football above all. So please play the game. And people at Notre Dame and the fans alike, they know what happened to Manti. They know he lost his girlfriend and his grandmother. And after winning this game, Manti goes on television to dedicate this season to the two of them. The story is heartfelt and beautiful, and you can see in his eyes his sorrow, but his drive to succeed is there for his fallen loved ones. So he goes on to dominate and was even on the cover of Sports Illustrated October 2012. Then sometime between October and December, Manti meets Lene's brother and her younger sister, who is six years old, whom I guess 
Manta used to talk to on the phone when Lene was talking to him. Mm-hmm. I guess they just wanted to meet up to grieve a little bit about Lene. Then we are at December 6th and Manti gets a phone call. It's a miracle. It's a risen miracle, a risen from the dead Lene. She has risen. She has risen indeed. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Actually, she says, I'm alive. I'm alive. I faked my death to run from these drug dealers that I was running from, but I'm alive. At this point, Manti is, of course, happy, but he's also like, what the fuck? He's also in New York at the time because he's up for a Heisman Trophy Award. Right. Which, if you do not know what a Heisman Trophy Award, it goes to one college player in all the college uh, teams, and it's a real big award. It's like the most sought after award if you play college football and he's getting a ton of press right at this point he's got this story of his girlfriend and his grandmother passing away he dedicates his season Notre Dame is on top and so they're talking to him all the news reporters are talking to him they're asking him about his dedication about his season and in the back of his mind he's like well I just got a call from the girl that I told everybody is dead that is actually not dead, but she's been dead for three months. So he doesn't know what the F to do. He is spinning, but he's got to keep this train going because he can't just be like, I don't know, really know what's happening, but she just called me like five minutes ago. So he just kind of goes with it. He goes with his original story. But right after the Heisman Award is given, which was not given to him, He goes to the head of Notre Dame, whoever they be, and tells them, hey, something weird is going on. Smart. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language, so I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. Our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. 
Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Lene, I just got a call from her. She's not dead. Something feels real fishy and I don't know what it is. The people at Notre Dame are like, okay, listen, we've got a lot of people here. We got we're we got a real big football team. And so we're gonna have somebody else look into this. We got people for this. So you just don't say anything at this point. Don't go to the media. Don't tell anybody. Just stay quiet. And he does. And we're right around Christmas time. So just a lot going on. The holidays pass and right after New Year's. On January 7th, 2013, Notre Dame plays Alabama Crimson Tide, which if you recall the saying, everybody's yelling it right now. Roll Roll red. (laughs) Roll Roll tide roll. Roll tide roll. We got it. You remember all from a previous episode where everybody also was yelling at the radio. Okay, so Notre Dame plays Alabama for championship game. And Manti is off. Notre Dame is off. And Alabama, well, is Alabama and wins. Slammer! (laughs) Alabama (laughs) slammer. (laughs) What's that yummy drink that I had? Alabama slammer! (laughs) Bushwhack. Bushwhacker. Bushwhacker. Back for remembering cocktails. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So Manti loses 42 to 14, and that's a big loss. Uh, And if you think that things couldn't get worse, well, they do. Just nine days after their big championship loss on January 16th, 2013, Deadspin, which is a blog that reports all news about sports, which, listen, I don't know what Deadspin is, but maybe you do, Gretchy. No. You heard of it? No, no. I mean, I'm not that, I'm not, you know, I You're just not like my sporty. Broncos. I don't follow okay. that much other shit. Okay. Well, anyhow, uh, Deadspin's big, art, big blogger article, they put out an article titled Manti Teo's 
dead girlfriend, the most heartbreaking and inspirational story of the college football season is a hoax. So before Manti himself knew who, how, what, or why about this girlfriend, Deadspin uncovered some of the truth. And I say some of the truth because a lot was uncovered later, but what really mattered was they were able to find out that Lene Kakua was really a fake person played by two people, one unknowing who was the girl in the pictures and one guy who plotted it all. Okay, now let's think about this for a second. Manti had a girlfriend for over a year who was actually being played by a then dude, which I will also get to in a second. But for the sake of the time, when this happened, the person claiming to be Lene Kakua was a man named Renaya Tuasosopo. Renaya, which, if you recall, was the cousin that called Manti to tell him about the car accident. Remember? Yeah. Renaya had copied pictures of a girl's MySpace account that he went to high school with and then made a fake Facebook account and played the part for endless hours of Lene. Renaya would change his voice to sound like a woman and talk for hours and hours and hours to Manti with countless lies about where she went to school, lived, siblings, cousins, car accidents, deaths, drug problems. I mean, you name it. And yes, Manti fell for it all. I'm going to play you two voicemails that Manti released to the public so you can hear Renaya's voice and see if you would be able to tell that it was a man. Hey, babe, I'm just calling to say goodnight. I love you. I know that you're probably doing homework or you're with the boys or grabbing me. What a fatty. But I just want to say I love you and goodnight, and I'll be okay tonight. I'll do my best. Um, Yeah, so get your rest, and I will talk to you tomorrow. I love you so much, and I'm just letting you know you got here and I'm getting ready for my first session and I just want to call you, keep you posted. I miss you. I love you. Bye. Okay. So I'm pretty sure there was no way that Manti would know. I know. The thing is, though, it's like, I know you're the busy football player and everything, but it is hard to get past that you went out for this whole year and you couldn't find time to meet up ever. I know. But like I said, maybe it was easier not to meet up. I mean, that is just the one, that is just my one hang up with it. I mean, I get that. So does that make him kind of an egomaniac? Like, I don't even have time to meet up with you. (laughs) But I'm so important. I don't know. That is the one. I will give him that it was... This started in, what, 2009? I mean, for Christ's sake, MySpace was still a thing. Yeah, she didn't really start talking to him until 2011. But people still, even in 2011, I think when you got a friend request, you were like, hey, who are you? I mean, personally, I've been listening to the Girls Next Door new podcast lately. Me too. I love it. And so I've been looking up all these old Playboy chicks. And so I've been following some of them. And guess what? I've what? Got, I've gotten a lot of new lady friends. 
oh, other people are like following you. They see I follow them. them. Yeah. So they (laughs) follow me. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. And I know what I know what time it is. Right. Okay. But back then, I would have been like, oh, hey, did we go to high school together? What's up? You know, like, how do you know me? So I can see all of that. And of course, obviously, those voicemails are damn convincing. Yes, I I am. He he didn't know. I don't know if every time he might have asked, like, hey, can we see each other? If she just had some like excuse. I don't know. But she got sick. She got this. Her dad's dying. I mean, like it was a lot. Okay. Another thing is Manti would get pictures from Lene. And one even she got, he got, sorry, one even he got with some good luck message with some writing on it that was meant directly for Manti. And so Gretchen, you asked me, what about this picture? How the heck did Renaya do that? Well, Renaya actually did know this girl in the photo. He went to high school with her and when he friended her on MySpace, I mean, like you said, like you were like, oh, how do I know you? Oh, we went to high school together. You accepted kind of everybody at that point, right? Which you're probably still accepting all these chicks. No, I think I gave them more of a door. side eye. But I mean, I can see Manti accepting like a pretty girl or whatever that he had something in common with. Yes. And this pretty girl accepted Renaya because she went to high school with him. So right. it was like, whatever. I, I went yeah. to high school with you. Yes. She doesn't know he's stealing all of her photos, you right. know. And then he says at one point he direct messages this chick and says, hey, I have a favor to ask you. My friend was critically injured in a car accident and I would love for you to write this down on a piece of paper. I can send it to him to help him get better from his critical injured car accident. And so she does it and she sends over this picture, not thinking anything of it until her picture is blasted all over the news sites as the girlfriend that didn't actually exist. And when I say blasted, I mean, well, this news story was everywhere. And you know how media is. It can be incredibly brutal. And it was. Manti became the laughing stock of football. They made fun of him on every talk show. Even Saturday Night Live did a skit. They made boxes uh, that had nothing in it that said Manti Tay's girlfriend. Oh, my God. Remember Dick in a Box? That is like the best (laughs) (laughs) Saturday night skit ever. Uh, If you haven't seen it. With Justin Timberlake. Look it up. Who couldn't be any better either. I mean, he was. I just love the Justins. You know, Justin Timberlake was my first love before the Justin Bieber. True. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal 
allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blueland. Blueland is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. But this list went on and on about how Manti was just the laughing stock, right? The laughing, the banter. There was something else I think that hurt him more than the fake girlfriend. And I don't mean him like mean hurt his heart. I mean hurt his career. Because as of now, we are through with championship games and we're going to the NFL. The draft pick is up and Manti is top of the class. So for sure he will be in the first round draft pick. But media wouldn't And mostly what it was about was how Manti made up this fake girlfriend himself to hide his sexuality. This was blasted over and over about how Manti must be gay. And of course, it's no big deal if you are gay. But in 2013, there was a stigma. And in football, the NFL wasn't as evolved. The NFL was not as evolved. I'm at sure the time. they could still do some evolving, but at least we're getting there's some openly right, gay right. players now. We're getting there. Yeah. Right. So people were, and people, by the way, he was on tons of talk shows at this time, and they just flat out would ask Manti, they would say, Are you gay? Like people think you're gay. And it's like so what, wrong. What? So it what? Is so like wrong. you can't be gay and play football. Yeah, I mean, it is stupid. It is wrong. It was just what it was at the time. And it was wrong. Yeah. Because who cares? He is not, but it doesn't matter, right? It it shouldn't have mattered. And he didn't make this story up. Like it was, he wasn't right. involved, but it was like he must be because the talk was that 
He was involved in this whole hoax because, one, he was Mormon and hiding that he was gay. And so he made up this girlfriend and he made up how she passed away. I mean, you would really have to be some sick fuck to do that. Right. And there are people that go to great lengths to make up crazy shit, but Manti is not that person. So at this point, Manti is just trying to process it all and probably forget it all and move on to the NFL. And he's eagerly waiting to and he's eagerly waiting to know what team he's going to play for. And he's sure he's going to be a first round draft pick. But when the time came and the names were all read, the last name was called and it was not his His heart sank and so did his bank account because if you are not a first round draft pick, your salary just got cut in half, if not more. I mean, of course, you're still going to make great money and playing for the NFL, but it's nothing compared to those top picks. And we're talking millions. Yeah. Manti was picked for the second round and he went on to play for the Chargers But once on the field, he didn't perform like he once had. His wind had been taken from his sails, and the sport now became an anxiety inducer for him. He was no longer the hero that brought Notre Dame to victory, but now he was that guy. That guy that got catfished by a man. People whispered and laughed, and going onto the field was no longer fun. Manti did get help for this. He did seek a psychologist, um, which if you also feel down, we uh, say go to Talkspace. It's an easy solution. Talk to somebody. But honestly, this hoax, I think, ruined his career. He did play for the Chargers and he went to the New Orleans Saints. And then as a 2020, he was with the Bears, but as like a bench seat. And that ended in 2021. So as of now, he is a free agent. The good news is that Manti married a very beautiful woman and has a daughter and a son on the way. So, I mean, in life, it looks pretty successful at the moment. Now I want to get to Renaya. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this person because I am pretty mad at them. I think that what they did is awful. And I feel from what I saw on Netflix recently and Dr. Phil years ago, there's not a ton of remorse. Renaya now goes by Naya. And at the time of the catfishing, it was Renaya. She was a man. However, from, from now, or I don't know, within the last few years, she has made a change in her identity and now goes by she, her. She says that she was hiding her true self and that is what made her do these catfishing scandals. And when I say scandals, yes, Manti was not the only one. Manti was just far enough away and too busy to meet up. So it worked out. Her other victims would be ditched as soon as they couldn't meet up. And actually some of these guys tried to meet up with her and saw Renaya there, but never Lene. So it seemed as if he would go to meet up with the person and just get a sneak peek of the actual person he was dealing with online. Yeah. 
Growing up, Naya was a in a huge football family, very similar to Manti's. She also is of Samoan descent, like we said earlier, and did play football, but claimed to hate it. It is reported that the families knew each other, but I cannot confirm that. I think maybe they had come into contact with each other through football camps or that sort of thing. I think Manti's uncle in Utah had seen Renaya at a football camp at one point, but I don't think that Manti and Renaya knew each other as kids at all. And I think if they did, they would have known, like he would have known when he got a call from the cousin or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. I think once Renaya saw Manti on TV or through football, this is how he was attracted to him. He then took on the identity of Lene and went way too far with it, which uh, he does say he needed to do for his own issues and sexuality. I agree that this is why he did it, but I also think this is an excuse. I mean, you don't ruin somebody's life for the sake of your own insecurities or issues. Well, let me say something about that. So I, you know, am a pseudo expert because I've watched a lot of episodes of Catfish. Okay. And um, I think that, yeah, I mean, I think you tapped into something. I mean, you're angry because they don't have any remorse and whatever the mental health issue is that causes the people that do this. Uh huh. I see a trend that they are not remorseful and they do it even after they get caught and pay the price. They do it over and over and over again. I think it is some there's some kind of like the world did me wrong. And so I'm entitled to be whoever I want to be, however I want choose to present that. But it ruins other people's lives. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying they <laughs> okay. they are coming from a place of like the world owes me. And that is what it that is what is so heartbreaking about it is that you just don't see a lot of remorse. And so it's really hard to stomach. I think if this Renaya person had said, I'm so sorry, I was in such a dark place. I, you know, I was going to kill myself if I this was my lifeline yeah. was to be who I wanted to be that you, we would have a lot more compassion for them. Listen, I have, I have compassion for her because I do think that she was trying to live. I, I think she was trying to live for her family and do this football thing and be this macho person on the outside, but on the inside, she was somebody so different. And so she was releasing that as being this Lene character on on the phone and online. But at the same time, she's taking down and taking away from somebody else's life, which is not probably what she really meant to do. Right. Like she's not going to be like, oh, I just cost you millions of dollars and your career and your your livelihood. But she went down this rabbit hole and and did. And so she does say she's sorry, but there's always a but after it. There you is know, always like, a but. but. Yeah, I know. I have, I do remember when this happened um, back, way back when. 
And there is always, from what I recall, there is, you know, there is always a but. Yeah, there's always a but. She was on um, Dr. Phil when she was still a man. She had not um, transitioned into a female yet. And Dr. Phil had her prove that it was really her on the phone calls. And and it it is. It's really her. She did not use a voice changer. She just knows how to change her voice, which some people are really good at that. I mean, maybe she should be a voice actor now. I don't know. Right. And yeah, she's I mean, she's living out her life as a woman now, which I'm happy for her because I think that is really who she wanted to be. She does not. She did do this Netflix documentary, but she doesn't really like partake in any interviews or or um, Instagram or any of that. Also, I really wanted to know who broke this story to Deadspin in the Netflix documentary, Deadspin writers said it was a person named Chris that emailed them. And they also say in a more recent article online that they don't know who Chris or who this fake Chris uh, actually was. They said they did look into it, but they think it was someone in the town where Manti grew up because they said it's a real small community and and that people knew. Um, they do not suspect that it was Naya. Yeah. But that's who I suspected it was because I thought that she was getting herself into this weird, like, how do I come back from the dead and deal with this? You know, because it's just it's kind of coincidental or that it was right when she was trying to, like, come back and. And how do you do that? Like, how do you how do you kind of make yourself like now he's really going to want to like see you and know who the heck you really are? You know, well, I, I don't know. Be surprised if it was somebody that had been catfished by her before. before or. OK, Naya, so I and then they just they wanted to keep themselves away from it because they're embarrassed so I will tell you that I did pull something up. I found a tweet from 2008 or no, I found a tweet. I don't think it was in 2008, but there's two tweets from two different guys that knew Renaya was pulling this catfish stuff back in 2008. And they said they cut ties with him. Then one of the guys Twitter name something like Seaweezy. And so that could possibly be a Chris. The other thing about this Deadspin article is these guys were so hellbent on getting this article out before anyone else. I mean, they were like, we got to get it out there. And I guess like most media sources, they don't really care what kind of repercussions could happen. But I mean, it was really it was really detrimental, you know? Well, OK. Yeah. But I mean, that is their that is their that job. That is their job. That is yeah. their job. But also, it's interesting that it was even able to happen because it is so easy to look people up. And it's just, it would be really hard to fake a death. Yeah, I know. Um, well, they looked up that. In, they looked up the, the car accident. They now, were like, this with person the way doesn't social exist. media is, I mean, we snoop on people. I mean, that's that's what we kind of do for a living now. 
I snoop on people and see what they're up to. And I mean, I, yeah, it, it's real easy to see if somebody is not a real person or there, there's not a real record of them dying or a funeral or, you know, right. their relatives, obituary, anything. obituary. Yeah. I mean, that would yes. raise a lot of red flags. Well, I think, you know, I also am like, Manti, didn't you ask for an obituary? Did you ask for anything? Like, this is all stuff you would want to know. I don't know. Just that part does really like not sit well with me. Manti has since forgiven Naya and wishes her well in life, which I think is really nice. Also, just a week or so ago on September 17th, 2022, Manti was welcomed back to Notre Dame game on the field. And he went back with his family. And from all the reels that I watched, um, it was really amazing. It was like they celebrated. And um, I think it I think this documentary helped for sure his heal. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. He does have the best name to like yell out over the thick Manta. Yeah, totally. I mean, it makes me want to be an announcer. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was really recognized as a hero there. And he just, I mean, he's, he's a very good looking guy. He's, you know, I think, I think he's going to do well in life. He's still very young. He's got this very, very young family. And so I think, I think all is going to be well. I think that time in his life when he was 21 and all this shit happened, it sucks for sure. Um, and it's awful, but it probably. I'll bet he's a real good husband. Something. I bet he's real humble. You know, let me tell you. So his wife is so cute and she's got this Instagram. And so I kind of trolled it a little bit. And like we do. Exactly my point. (laughs) (laughs) And she's got him like he's like dancing around and he's he's a fun guy. So he hasn't been hardened by all the kids and in marriage for 10 years yet. Not yet. It's coming. anti. But anyways, that is a WAP on that story. And if you guys want to hear more from us, please go to our patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. Or now it's even easier. You can get us on the Apple subscription. If you have not followed us on your on your podcast link, I think there's a little button that has like a plus or something on it and you can just push it. And it will give you our new episodes every Monday. And follow us on all the social media. We will try to be better about it. We keep saying that. But I have a feeling we're going to in the year to come. Word. Also, if you have not rated and reviewed us, please do that also. And tell your friends about us because we love more friends. Right. Genuine, authentic, real people. We don't have fake followers. Not fake, not fake <laughs> friends. <laughs> don't catfish us. Please. Okay. okay. Um, and that's all for today, folks. And happy Monday. Happy Monday. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. <laughs>